Welcome to the official business and lifestyle legends podcast. Real life stories, exciting interviews, and a lot of knowledge to change your life. And here is your host of today's episode, Ben Schneider. Today's episode is powered by jobmofi.com. Jobmofi.com is a job search platform where you can hire a remote worker from the overseas, from all over the world, and you can sell your services on the marketplace. So if you need a remote worker, a designer, a virtual assistant, a web designer, developer, or anything else, go on jobmofi.com, sign up for free, only verified users, no fakes, no scam. Check it out, 14 days free trial on jobmofi.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Business and Lifestyle Legends podcast. And today I got another awesome guest for you. Today I have someone on the show who walked away from his successful 30 years career as a software sales and um, had a healthy six-figure salary. But then he decided to change his life, to dive in another world. And he got into the online business. And that's what we are going to talk about, how to... Yeah, leave the red race, how to get into the online business, how you can earn money. And we will talk about numbers as well. We will talk about the struggle. And that's what he is here. Please welcome, guys, Mike Jakes. Hey, Mike, how are you doing? Hi, Ben. I'm very good. Very glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Awesome to have you here. So you left your job. So you were into the software sales and had a six, was a six-figure earner, um, which is basically not the baddest job out there. Um, so why did you left? Is it because you were unhappy or is it about a nine-to-five uh, race you were running every day? Or Well, first of all, I didn't actually leave. I got myself fired, if I'm being uh, really accurate. Um, but I was unhappy in the job. I was earning multiple six figures. I was 30 years in software sales, selling to uh, banks, telcos, um, multi-million dollar deals, pretty successful. Um, but what I suddenly realized too late in my life um, was that I'd been chasing money all my life. I'd been uh, flying around the world, living a, you could call it a jet set lifestyle and um, being a business guy, totally focused on business, focused on chasing the money. And I ended up having a second divorce and losing everything that I worked for over the past 30 years. So from that lifestyle to nothing was a bit of a wake up call for me. Still didn't learn my lesson, got another software sales job, started to build a European software company on behalf of a US corporation, fell out with my CEO, had a row with him and he fired me on the spot. So um, yeah, but it, it, it was a wake up call. It was that point in my life I realized not again. Am I really just going to go and get another job, update my CV and do this all over again? I, I did have that feeling. I felt exhausted, drained, totally stressed out. And so much so that when I, he actually fired me within two days, I was bedridden. First time in my life, I've been a quite a healthy guy. And the first time in my life, I, um, I had gout. I couldn't walk. I was in agony. And it just told me that that sense of relief of losing my job and euphoria I felt um, my body just collapsed I you know that suddenly that stress 
was taken away and I collapse. So it, it was a, you know, a, a, an epiphany to say, hey, you need to do something different. If you carry on doing this for another 10, 20 years, you're going to end up dead. So that was my wake up call. Okay, so then you decided to dive into another world, basically, um, by getting into the online business. What was the first you have done? Is it the coaching business or have you tried an, uh, your own SaaS product or what have you done? No, what I, what I did is um, I, funny enough, bedridden, couldn't walk, bored, playing around on YouTube. I just saw this ad pop up, this young software sales guy, 20, 25 years younger than me, didn't want to end up like me. He'd quit his six figure salary voluntarily. And um, he was traveling the world, backpack, laptop, and um, yeah, living a great life. And I, I didn't want the travel anymore. I'd already done global travel, enough of it. Um, but I thought to myself, I don't want a boss again. I don't want to get fired again. I want financial stability. I want to control over my own destiny. Um, and the only thing I'd ever known in my life was sales. So I didn't have any other skills. I'm not highly educated. And I just thought online marketing, you know, if I learned that skill, maybe it's very similar to sales. Maybe I could do that. Um, so I joined the um, global community of digital entrepreneurs that he was part of, and they support a, uh, an online training platform that teach complete beginners like me step by step how to build an online business, how to build websites, how to automate them, how to turn them into business website to generate your cash. Um, I had two product ideas. One was cannabis oil for medicinal purposes and the other was e-bikes. And I realized very quickly, didn't have enough money for e-bikes and I knew nothing about cannabis oil other than I was taking it to get better. And therefore I knew I couldn't really add value around those products. So the training was telling me don't promote anything unless you're an expert, you can add value. So in the end, um, I became, I decided to, to take the quickest route to money because I didn't want another job. And that was to become an affiliate marketer, promoting other people's products because I didn't have my own and learning how, learning the hardest bit of online business, which is the marketing. You know how to market online. You can sell anything. You can sell coaching business. You can sell physical products, services, and you can sell affiliate products. So I knew that was the hardest bit. And that's the bit I focused on learning the marketing piece. Um, and I became an affiliate. In fact, I became an affiliate for the training platform that, that I'd actually been through because they had an affiliate program themselves. So that was my first affiliate product. Um, and I became very successful. In fact, I became their top affiliate pretty quickly within a year. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned, um, you didn't have the money for e-bikes. Um, how was your situation, your financial situation when you began the online business game? Um, did you have uh, savings for six figure savings on the bank account or um, just a little bit? Um, or how was your situation? I, I, had a, I had a little bit of cash enough to keep me going. I, I planned to take three months off originally and go and get another job. So I had some money left. But then I started to invest in my training, my online education, which was costing a reasonable amount of money. So that pot of cash shrank very quickly. Um, when my wife realized what this crazy thing I was doing, going to build an online business, um, she could see that I completely changed as a person already within a matter of weeks. I was excited about what I was doing for the first time in a long time. And um, she cashed in some savings, gave me 10 months so I didn't have to pay towards the house. 
She gave me 10 months of not paying towards the house so I could use what capital I had left to invest in my training, to, to get this business up and running, invest in advertising, which is what I did. Um, it took me about five months before I was making a profit. But during that first five months, um, I had dipped into two credit cards. So I was literally running the business on two credit cards, maxing out one, using the other, waiting for the funds to come in, then paying them both off and doing it again and again and again. But yeah, so I, I came pretty close to uh, hitting the bottom of the runway. Yeah. Okay, the, this is uh, exciting what you're talking about because um, when I was younger, I, I thought, hey, earning 5K a month would be awesome. And then I earned 5K a month and then I realized, hey, 5K is basically okay, but it's not something special. It's not that hard to do that. Um, and you, live in, you don't live the dream life you want to live with 5K a month. Um, and it's the same with the savings. When I was younger, I was thinking like, wow, when I some days would have 100 grand in the bank account, this would be awesome. I would be totally free. Uh, there is no scare scarcity nor anything like that anymore and this is not the case because if you have 100k on the bank account you still need money to invest in your companies you have um, a portfolio on the stock market so you do not have that 100k in savings and do nothing with it you invest it yeah. and um, so th this is quite exciting what you're talking about so you had some money left for the three month and at the beginning, you were thinking like, hey, it's three months, I have three months time. But then you're diving into that and you realize, hey, I need a coaching, this costs some money. I need to spend on ads, this costs some money. And then your, your budget for the three month is going down to a budget for two weeks before, exactly. because, because you need the rest to invest. Yeah, the clock was shrinking. The more I invested in the training, the less time I had to make my business work before I would end up failing and then going back and having a job, which would be death for me, uh, basically. So yeah, it was it was quite stressful, um, to be honest with you. And it was quite frightening because I didn't know I could do it. You know, the, the biggest challenge in starting an online business, I guess in starting any business, is yourself, is demons in your head telling you, you can't do it, you don't have the skills. They'd be telling me I was too old. I was over, I was 54 years old, for God's sake. Um, <laughs> You don't have enough money. Uh, you don't have any business skills. You don't have any products, um, and you're going to fail, and everyone's going to laugh at you. Um, and even this isn't real. People can't make money online, even though I could see people were making money online. So I had to overcome those demons and and invest money into this very frightening um, but exciting um, new journey. So yeah, it was. It was a struggle. So then you started with affiliate marketing. How, how did you market the products? Running Facebook and Instagram ads or what did I, you do? I made a huge mistake. First of all, I decided that I wasn't going to go on camera um, and I was just going to write written ads promoting this training platform that I was still training on. And uh, I went on Bing, Microsoft Bing, wrote some ads, spent a thousand pounds, hadn't really invested or listened to the training properly. And I blew a grand in three weeks and that was it. I was done. That was the end of my online business experience. I was going to quit. Investing all this money in the training, investing all this money in advertising on Bing. Bing actually banned me. They threw me off the platform. So that's my claim to fame. I was so good. They kicked me off and I was ready to quit. But again, this is where the community came in. I guess I'd, I'd made relationships in this training community already. 
They asked me what I'd done. They realized that I hadn't utilized the training that I'd paid for. I hadn't actually read it or even opened it. And that I should take some time to A, move from Bing to Google. If I was gonna move onto the Google platform, I may as well get YouTube and go on video. I remember telling them that I'm a 54 year old fart. There is no way I am gonna go on camera and make a fool of myself on the internet. They told me to get over myself and just do it, which is what I did. And then everything started to change for me. I did, I started to go through this elite training, this advanced training that I'd invested in. I started to learn how to build an advert construct, how to put it together, you know, the hook, the hero's journey, the call to actions. I put it all together um, and finally went on YouTube. That was the last week in June, 2019. And immediately I started getting views, clicks, leads, uh, people signing up to my list. And I was astonished. People were actually interested in an old fart like me, like what's going on? You know, I couldn't believe it was happening. And then in my second week, I woke up one morning and uh, I had an email from um, the, the people who own this affiliate um, training platform saying, congratulations, you made a sale. $20 was all it was, <laughs> $20. And I, by that stage, I'd probably gone through about two and a half thousand pounds to earn $20. So it wasn't quite the business model I expected. But that one sale was worth more to me than being paid 10, 20, thousand pounds for some of the multi-million dollar software deals that I've done in my career because it meant I built this website engine this internet engine I like to call it I built this advert it was all mine I'd done everything myself I'd learned how to do it and this internet engine had turned over once and spat out a $20 bill and it was like okay how do I get this running fast enough now to spit out enough money that it will replace my previous income and I never have to have a job ever again or I never have to worry about my pensions ever again because I'm never going to retire. So it took me five months, I think, probably to, to reach that point where I knew I'm earning enough money now. I never have to worry about money ever again. And now I can focus on giving value to the people that I'm bringing into this training platform, help them succeed. And I can also invest that time and money now um, in other products, other um, businesses, which is what I'm doing now. So when people wanted to start with affiliate marketing, um, that's uh, so uh, to be honest, I didn't start with affiliate marketing. Uh, I was using affiliate marketing when I grow, uh, we're growing bigger um, and then cross promoting some stuff. And um, this is also working pretty well. Um, but I was not that into that affiliate business. So I'm, I know the system and all that kind of stuff. But for me, it was not uh, never worth to do that because I always try to sell my own stuff. Um, so for for explanation for people out there, if you want to uh, be in the affiliate marketing industry, so for example, you have a product, let's name it an online course, um, and the, the, the seller gives you, for example, 50% in commission when you sell that course for them. So you get a, a unique link and if people clicking your link, because of they're watching your ad, for example, um, and buying this product, you get paid 50%. And um, this is basically a good way to start, but the problem is often that if you are running ads and you only get the 50% commission, that's most of the times not enough because um, for sure there are programs, you get a lifetime circle, 
um, commission. So if, if there are upsells uh, or anything like that, you will also take profit from. But that 50% or 30%, no matter, are often not enough to cover the costs, even what you mentioned, if you're running Facebook, Instagram ads or YouTube ads, um, or you produce uh, YouTube videos. So if you start doing that business, uh, a YouTube video costs you nothing because uh, it's only time and it's your time and you have enough of the time. It's uh, like uh, myself started too, but um, later on, for me, when I produce a YouTube video today, it costs me money because someone is creating the thumbnail, someone is uh, cutting the video. Uh, it, my time is costly, so um, there's, there's a difference between starting and um, already being an entrepreneur. But how did you make it happen to, uh, to take profit, not only sell something and get the costs covered, but taking profit for, from that? Um, how did you made it? Have you made it through Facebook ads or did you just uh, organic reach on Google or um, so not on Google on Facebook uh, um, on YouTube I mean yeah. or or how how was your strategy? Okay, so sorry. I just got distracted. Just got another hundred dollar sale just ping in um, It's quite nice when that happens, isn't it? So basically how did I make it happen? Two ways, really. First of all, the program, the, my first affiliate program that I was part of paid 101% commission. So that's pretty, um, pretty good. <laughs> and it more than covers enough for the adverts. But again, you, you know, not a huge profit, but it um, yeah, enables you to advertise aggressively to get a large volume of people in. Um, and what I did is I managed to uh, really refine my uh, Google Ads targeting advertising on YouTube because Google own YouTube. So I had my video ads running on YouTube and I spent a lot of time really perfecting my avatar, which is my target market, knowing where they hang out on the internet, on, on Google or on YouTube, what, what programs or what they're gonna be looking at, where they're hanging out in the market and really, really refining my keywords and refining my audiences. So I was getting my leads down to a 50p a lead cost Whereas most of the other affiliates in my program were paying about five pounds a lead. So I, I you know, I, I was going for the vol broad volume game rather than the really targeted high quality lead um, that my, my, my other affiliates were going for. And it, it took me probably a year for that, that strategy to pay off. And um, yeah, well, I'm 18 months in now and I'm, I've just passed the $300,000 mark. So I'm doing, doing okay with that particular business. So, yeah. Okay. That's awesome. So, um, it's interesting because, uh, most of the people will tell you, Hey, you need to narrow down your audience. You need to be laser targeted and you say, Hey, uh, no, I go broader because then the leads are cheaper. Yes. So, and you, you said um, that took you around a year to figure out and to make it uh, profitable. Um, no, so not, prof not profitable to, to get it to, uh, you, you know, on, you know, on YouTube, what happens after a while is when you get, um, when you get a large, a large enough audience that have seen your videos. So over 10 million people have seen my top video at the moment, which is phenomenal. Um, and I'm, I'm not going after subscribers either, but when you get a large enough audience that have seen any video that you've got on your YouTube channel, you can then remarket them for pennies. So if you're 
front end primary cold ad is costing you two pounds per lead um, but you're getting lots of views you can then basically uh, create a, an audience for those views which is tens of millions of people and you can then say to to uh, Google only show my ad when they're on a YouTube channel that doesn't have any other advertisers and I'm only going to pay you 5p and then also show my ad five times a day to that same person if you want to hound them that much um, so your average cost per view comes tumbling down your cost per click comes tumbling down your cost per lead comes tumbling down yeah okay okay so your stretch is about um, retargeting creating a custom audience and yeah. um, okay yeah, okay to, got to it. get that large volume to retarget I'd gone I'd, I'd gone very broad and you would say a cheaper quality of lead <laughs> Um, there was a lot of waste in that. There was a lot of dropout, people quitting. They weren't the right type of people, so that was fair enough. But there was enough sticking and going on and, as you say, upgrading, investing many, many thousands in some of these training products. And um, I mean, give you an example. Um, uh, just uh, two weeks ago, one sale I made was thirteen and a half thousand dollars. One sale. So when the upsells come in, they can be very, very lucrative. Yeah, that, that's what I meant with a lifetime circle. Um, so what is your preferred um, channel to place ads? Are you, are you on all channels, Facebook, Google, YouTube, Instagram, or is it only YouTube? Or do you start um, on YouTube acquiring people and then you retarget them also on Facebook? Or how is your strategy on that? Good question. Um, very basic at the moment, because I, I, I'm, I'm considering myself I'm still learning. But I've decided to really master YouTube first, so that's what I've been doing. Literally this week, I'm having training. There's there's someone in our community that's mastered Facebook. I've mastered YouTube. We're going to get together. <laughs> He's going to set up my Facebook campaign. I'm going to set up his YouTube campaign, and we're going to cross platform. So we're, we're, we're both have dual platforms. But you know, anyone starting, I would recommend whatever platform you pick, master one platform. Don't try and do multiple platforms because they are so complex. They are changing all the time as well. Um, once you've got it right and you're making a good profit and you've then got the time to then go and explore other platforms, you know, as long as, you, as, long as you're sure you can scale, the platform you're on, scaling is very difficult, then um, that's the time to go and look up the other platforms, the other channels, which is what I'm starting to do now. I'm looking at LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, I've got a presence on Instagram as well, but I'm prob probably going to go after Facebook aggressively as, uh, this year. Okay, so you were crushing it all only with YouTube ads, right? Correct. All, all of that um, came from YouTube only, yeah. Okay, awesome. And um, where did you place your ads? Is it, um, so first the placement, um, is it only before other people's videos or is it also in the search pages or on the right site on YouTube? And additional question, um, where did you um, market your course? Is it in the UK or is it worldwide English speaking or is it in the US, Canada? Or Good, good questions and some really valuable lessons that I've learned along the way as well. When I first started, I just chose English, the whole world. There were certain regions of the world, I won't mention where, where you get thousands of views and clicks and interest for a very, India, very you're a genius, yeah. <laughs> you made it, you cracked the internet, and then suddenly you realize no one's converting. Um, I'm not going to name those countries, but basically, eventually you go in and you turn off those countries, your cost yeah. per lead goes up, 
but now you realize you're you're focusing in europe which is where most of my sales were coming from funny enough uk even though i'm from the uk wasn't top of my success list it took a while for it to to move up us and canada uh, australia new zealand basically um sort of I, I would say the g12 you know large successful countries where you know their population would have some spendable income they obviously speak english because the the platform the training platform i was promoting only only teaches teaches in english and um and they would have maybe the right mindset to actually do this crazy thing and learn how to build an online business because i think there are some cultural differences out there as well people who are willing to let's say take a risk and start a business and there are other cultures that are probably less likely to do that yeah, yeah, and uh, what you mentioned um, uh, to don't name the countries, uh, I think I can do that because uh, what I experience if when you when you go broad worldwide and you just put English there, you get a lot of clicks from Pakistan, from India, Bangladesh, um, Russia as well, Africa, countries like that. But what you mentioned, a lot of people in these countries do not have the money. Um, to buy something and they are not willing to buy and why is it like that because it's often just bots you're showing your ads yeah. so because in these countries there are tons of bots out there who are crawling websites and um, yeah so you're paying for not real views and you don't want to pay for that because you don't you want to sell your product so basically you should go for the big countries for us canada what you mentioned already um, and, and also, was, you can. There was sorry. There was another factor in the in the course that I was promoting was basically a hundred dollars per month. Now, a hundred dollars per month, even in South Africa, and South Africa was quite a successful region to me. But a hundred dollars a month, you may as well be asking a thousand dollars a month from somebody in, let's say, Germany, because the exchange rate is so different in some of these countries, South Africa included, that it's really prohibitive for them to get on that training platform and pay that money for four, five, six months before they see a return on their money. So it's a big ask and therefore very hard to convert. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what you're doing today, as you mentioned, you're still learning, but you also mentioned you have made a couple of hundred thousands. Um, and so you're doing quite successful and yeah. you started your own business there. Um, and I saw you are helping people as well right now. Yeah, is that correct? It wasn't something I can't. I mean, I can't, I'm a typical sales guy. I still haven't learned my lesson. I'm chasing the money. So the online business dream was get money fast. Don't have a boss. That was my that was my game plan. Uh, I achieved that after about four to five months. I realized that's it. <laughs> I've made it. I'm never going to have a job ever again. Wonderful experience that was. Um, but then it took another, I guess, three four months. I got. I was working too hard, really. Talking to all the mentor, talking to all the members that I was bringing in um, regularly, working seven days a week, and my wife came in to me and said, "You told me this online thing was going to give you more time freedom as well as financial freedom. I never see you. You're working harder and longer than you've ever done before." And she was right. You know, I was doing seven calls a day. My throat was, you know, really, really sore. And I just said, "Right, okay, it's time to really automate this and get Calendry automated calendar." block out days where I don't work or I work on my own business rather than other people's businesses and limit the number of meetings I have per day um, just just for me just to you know give me that financial freedom that I came here to get so I implemented that but 
where am I going with this? I'm, I'm meandering a bit. I realised after I did all of that that I was getting, at some point I realised, I was getting more satisfaction out of helping people break through. You know, they watching people struggle the way that I'd struggled and helping them A, not quit and B, break through some of their usually mental barriers in doing this online crazy thing. Getting more satisfaction from doing that and helping these people than I am from the money because I don't need to worry about the money anymore. It's very easy to say when you've got the money because obviously when you haven't all you can do is focus on the money because there'll be a knock on the door sooner or later and then you need to focus on that so but my attention for the first time in my life has moved from money to helping people and it's the first time in my entire life in my entire working career that i'm getting true fulfillment out of what i do i love my job i i walk five steps from the house to my office out here um, I skip to work, you know, literally, I absolutely love my job um, and, and, I, and I love what I'm doing and I love helping people. So it's, I'm, I'm truly blessed. I really am. Yeah. Okay. So what exactly are you telling or teaching people? Are you guiding them how to earn money with affiliate marketing or how to run YouTube ads or uh, how to learn sales or what in specific are you guiding so, so the training platform um, I promote has um, mentors and multimillionaires who do online coaching courses, affiliate marketing courses, e-commerce courses, every type of online business revenue generation, you know, printing T-shirts on demand and mugs on demand, everything. They, they cover the lot. E-books, the whole lot. Um, so whatever path people decide that they want to, whatever their passion is, because most people don't know, like me, what they're going to do when they get online, um, then there is a, an opportunity for anyone. And if, you, if, like me, you still don't have a clue <laughs> after you've built this Internet engine thing, then you can always just promote the platform that you've got, gone through. See if you can make some money doing that until you find out what it is you're really here for and, and what you're passionate about. One thing they really do, and I drill into my students, is promote something that you're passionate about. You know, if you're not passionate about it, you're going to give up. You, you know, you're, you're not going to skip to work. It's, it just becomes another job. So find something you're passionate about, hobby, an interest, a skill you've got in there, do some coaching. But yeah, so what do I do? It basically encourage people to start, <laughs> encourage people to keep going, ensure that they get the right training at the right time. Um, and really be a beacon to, you know, you know, if a 54 year old fart like me can do this, then you can do it. Um, and just be that encouragement. And, um, I also help with, uh, writing ads and what, whatever help they need, whatever skills I've learned that I can transpire onto them or lessons that I've learned, the one we've just been talking about and many, many other mistakes I've made, ensure that they don't make the same mistakes I make. Okay, sounds awesome. Um, before I would like to have some more YouTube tips for you, um, from you. Yeah. Is there a specific landing page or something like that where people can uh, look for your course? Yeah, if, if they just go to my main website, which is my landing page as well, I've combined the two, another YouTube trick for you. Um, so it's mike.jakes, that's J-A-C-Q-U-E-S.com, mike.jakes.com. Um, and basically there's information about me and my story there there's information about um the online education platform and community that i promote on that page 
and um, yeah, anything you need to know, you can find out there. And you can also contact me there, reach out to me. Uh, I always respond to my emails. I get a lot. It's taking longer and longer to do that. But at the moment, I'm always responding to my emails. So I'm always happy to hear from people and, and answer their questions. Okay, awesome. So I would like to have some more YouTube ads tips for the people. Um, so for example, a lot of people are asking themselves, I think, um, because this was one of the questions when I started with that, um, how long should a YouTube ad video be? Should it be around the 30 seconds uh, or should it be around 30 minutes? Um, or maybe you have something else in, in mind. Um, what do you think? When I want to place it in front of other videos? Yeah. It depends what you're promoting, but obviously I'm promoting, I guess, life change. So it's a big sell. <laughs> Quit your nine to five job and go and do this crazy online thing. That's a big sell, a big mind shift. So it's gonna take longer than 30 seconds. Um, but in my opinion, if it's longer than five minutes, you've lost them. They're not gonna hang around for five minutes. The other thing is when people see this interrupt, because we do in-stream interrupt, which means we pop up before the, the fluffy cat video they wanna watch, during or towards the end, you're interrupting their viewing pleasure. You know, YouTube is online television, interactive television. They decide what they wanna watch, they dial it in, and they're ready to watch their program, and then I pop up interrupting it. So um, I would say my best performing ad is probably a little longer uh, than the one that I prefer, but it's four minutes, six seconds. Um, but the real key is the hook. You know, if you, when you first pop up, you've got to say something that's going to grab their attention. Um, it can be polarizing. It can be quite contentious. Like people will look at you and say, get lost <laughs> or wow, he's talking to me. I feel just like that. So this, this is what we teach, you know, how to grab someone's attention in the first five to 10 seconds to get them to watch your main message, which is called the hero's journey, which is usually your story in my, in my instance. And then also objection handling. So when they've got all these ideas bubbling up in their head, I'm too old to start an online business. I don't have any money to start an online business. I don't have any technical skills. You need to knock all those objections down, either telling your story that you overcome those or just mentioning there are people in the community that are over 80 years old I've attracted some people who are very old um, and then more importantly the most important thing um, once you've got their attention is the call to action multiple calls to action so very near the beginning you know at some point I'm gonna leave a link in this video click the button and it will take you to my web page and then you can mention it again and again and again in different ways but tell them what to do point <laughs> what they need to do um, because some people just sit there and they just still don't know what to do even though you're telling them click the learn more button physically point to the button and uh, and do it repeatedly if you can without sounding weird yeah okay okay this is um, also another awesome tip so around four minutes let's say it like that uh, depending on your product but around four minutes and um, telling telling the story so so first grab the attention in the first 10 seconds then telling your story uh, and um yeah and then show them that you know what they are, what they are scared of and tell them that they don't have to be scared of, of that um okay about the about the targeting uh on youtube is there anything you can you can give an advice for, for beginners, because 
um, I've also created a lot of uh, ads on Facebook and stuff like that. You can easily burn your money down. So I would like to have an advice for the beginners um, not to uh, burn their money. Yeah. Um, how long is this podcast? Four hours? <laughs> Um, no. So yeah, that this this is this is I I, I teach this. In fact, I'm I'm now at a point in my journey in the community where I've done so well. The the leaders of the community, the the owners, have said, Mike, you need to give back now. You know, you need to do some training for free. Give back to the community because you've done so well. And this is this is the topic I train on really, which is the avatar. The avatar. What's an avatar? An avatar is your ideal customer. So whatever product you're selling or service. Or course imagine your ideal customer and don't just imagine it actually create them as if you're writing um, a character for a movie let's say it's James Bond you know the guy's name's James he wears these types of suits so he shops in this store he drives a um, God, what's he drive <laughs> an Aston Martin so he hangs around and the Aston Martin website you know absolutely everything about James yeah and his job and his wife and his kids and his job and his hobbies everything okay and that sounds like an awful waste of time before you've even started advertising but if you really know this character inside out it's usually based on yourself by the way avatar but anyway if you know this dude inside out or lady then when you come to write your script your advert you can write to that person and influence that person because people buy on emotion 80% emotion 20% logic so if you can move them emotionally to, to, to convince them that this product is right, this service is right, it's going to change their life, it's going to address a pain or a problem they've got in life in your ad, then you've won. Okay, you, you've won more than you've lost. Secondly, targeting. So, okay, you've written your script, you've got your hook, your hero's journey, your call to action, your objection handling all built into your script. Now, what about how, how do you decide where your ad's going to pop up? How often it's going to pop up and how much it's going to cost you yeah and is it going to pop up in front of the right type of people like james back to your avatar again you know um you're looking at your avatar and okay james he likes aston martin's an aston martin freak we're going to put aston martin as a keyword in google so anybody typing in aston martin in any way and and if and, and if i'm if my bid's okay because of the bid price my ad's going to pop up yeah James is into Rolex watches. So again, Rolex is another keyword and so on and so forth. So I like to describe it as a bit like you're going fishing and every keyword you use is a, is a, a stitch in your net. And each stitch ideally should be as targeted as possible towards your avatar. And then later you can go broad and say, okay, well, James likes golf, but maybe James also likes scuba diving maybe he also likes yachts maybe he also likes sky and you can start to broaden james's interests broaden his car selection broaden the watches that he's into and all the other things that he's in, into where's this dude hanging out on the internet what's he looking at what youtube channels he hanging around if you know your avatar inside out you know where what keywords to put in you know where to get your advert to pop up to get the maximum number of conversions Sounds simple, but it's not. It takes a. Um, I'm still learning now. I'm still learning, but doing quite well. 100% uh, agree with you. Uh, my, a lot of people might thinking right now, hey, what if I don't know the right avatar? Because I can imagine, for example, hey, um, I want to sell to somebody who is 
40 years old, a businessman, um, have that and that employees, is a top 10 earner in, on the world's income, stuff like that. But maybe I'm guessing wrong. Maybe my product is not bought by that guy or it is bought by that guy, but maybe uh, uh, the top 10 to 20% earner of the, web, uh, of the world are even more interested in my product because the top 10 earner are okay, but they don't need it anymore if they don't. You understand what I mean? So um, what do you suggest on that? So first, go to your ideal avatar, but maybe if this is not working out, go a little bit broader, or what would you recommend? On so, that? so when it comes to, I mean, ideally you don't promote anything until you know who your ideal customer is. Because if you don't know who your ideal, if you advertise to everybody, you advertise to nobody, you'll fail. Okay, you've got to have a target. Therefore, you've got to do some research to know who's going to buy this product. What do they look like? You know, you know. Yes, they've got to have money. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you when you're going up when you're going to target people on income, you can only do that in US and Canada. The rest of the world don't allow that. So that would limit you to advertising. If you were going for the top ten percent earners in America, hopefully you're you're selling luxury yachts because those guys are multimillionaires. So they're not going to be on, buying online courses for learning how to build a website or you know or stuff like that. So really, really definitely try, spend a lot of time knowing who's going to buy your product. Does that guarantee that that's the right avatar? No. So what do you do? You first of all go after that avatar, James, and then may maybe after a while you decide, okay, well, I'm actually getting people that are a lot younger than James. James is 55, but I'm getting a load of 30 year olds coming in here. Maybe I should split test and now maybe even do a new ad as well and go after a younger um, demographic. And you split test, you create another sales campaign and you run the two together and the winning sales campaign gets the budget and the losing sales campaign gets turned down. And, and that's marketing, as you know. You know, you do that with your landing pages, you do that with your adverts, you do that with your campaign targeting, again and again, week in, week out, year in, year out. Marketing is a constant try stuff, get burned. <laughs> carry on doing the stuff where you didn't get burned, stop the stuff where you got burned. Um, which is why you do need some money to start an online business because you're not gonna get it right first time. Um, you're gonna get it wrong first, second, third, fourth time, hopefully get it right the fifth time, yeah. 100% agree. So, awesome. Thanks, Mike, for sharing all that insights uh, with us and all that incredible tips. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it and hopefully you learned a lot about affiliate marketing and face, uh, YouTube ads as well. Um, is there anything you would like to mention by the end of this episode to the audience, Mike? I'd like to mention if there are people out there um, that are considering building an online business, you can do this alongside your day job. You don't have to do what I did and get yourself fired <laughs> and dive into the, uh, into the, into the pot. Um, you can start to do this slowly and you don't need a lot of money. You can do it very gradually, learn the skills, invest a small amount of money, do get training because you'll never get there without the training or it'll take you years. Um, so do get some mentoring, do get some training, come to me if you want, um, but do it, take action. That's the real message. Um, if you never, if you keep around daydreaming, you're never going to get to your dream. You need to take action imperfect action constant action start to do it start to walk towards your dream yeah 100 agree mike um so guys hopefully you liked that episode 
and hopefully you will be with us in the next episode. This has been today with Mike Chekis. Bye, guys. Bye -bye. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Bye-bye.